Hello, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. Um, but we are doing JMA, so do Jay's Musical Analysis. And today we're doing something a little fun. We are talking about music, and you know how much I love music. But I'm not in this studio by myself. Well, the virtual studio. I have a special guest. It is, and I'm going to allow him to introduce himself at this time because I feel like he does his best intro himself. Because I was not made aware that we will be playing a game. This is what you do. I feel set up. I feel hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok. Never did you come on and say, oh, we're doing JMA. Like, what the fuck is a JMA? Like, how did we get here? That's so crazy. Um... What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm just me. Nobody special. Nobody special. Um, <laughs> kidding. I'm sorry. It's late. This is how I get when I get tired. My name is Rob. Mm-hmm. I am a mental health coach. I curate spaces and safe spaces, and mm-hmm. I do creative things. And I'm here in support of Jared's career. So that way, when he gets his um, Peabody Award, that he will not forget me uh, mm-hmm. when he gets his Emmy. He will not forget me. So yeah, I'm just basically clout chasing. That is far from the <laughs> truth. First off, let's talk about who he is. Multiple business ventures, multiple podcasts. The one of the co-hosts of the Bridge Millennial Podcast, host of the Group Sessions Podcast, which be dragging me every single day. And <laughs> wait a minute, why does it drag? It's group therapy. What you mean? You mean tra- because <laughs> good therapy and good therapy sometimes you get a little dragged you know you just be like mm-hmm. <laughs> you be feeling like mind your business like who who told you to tell all my business like that yeah right yeah shout right. out to um the bridge too shout out to shannon and everything we were actually mm-hmm. y'all i jumped on jared's live the other day mm-hmm. <laughs> there's been something bothering me for the past 24 hours <laughs> I need somebody to comment down below, comment on the whatever you're listening to this for. Um, would you eat? Oh my God. An egg that had the cheese inside the shell before you even open the shell, like bare uh. cheese in the shell. Also, what is the difference between a hurricane and a superstorm? I want to know if people generally know this information. So please uh, comment down below, report back in seven to 10 business days because acquiring minds want to know. FYI, Jared eats that shit. He said that he whoa, eats. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, I went to Jared's house and he cracked an egg and it had a big whoop of cheese inside it with the yolk. I was like, what in the Dr. Seuss is this? I did no such thing. Yes, he did. He ain't even cook it, y'all. He just put it in a blender with some salt and pepper and some Worcestershire sauce. That's it. That's it. He was getting busy with it, y'all. I'm telling. That's what he did. And he, and he. I was at his house for Thanksgiving. He made some um, some macaroni and cheese and put raisins in it. Whoa! First off, the of college graduate does not condone nothing like that. We don't raisins and the raisins and the college greens, raisins and the corn spreads, raisins and the mac and cheese. Imagine, let me stop because I actually real life 
almost ran into a situation where somebody tried to feed me food with raisins in it. So, yeah. I don't know. I am... I've been shocked. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But I will <laughs> eat. I will eat some food with raisins in it before I eat the Jared Supreme Egg Cheesy su- Surprise. This is not true. Y'all are being hoodwink, bamboozled. Coming for all landed on me, all those things. I want to beat the allegations of that because that's not true. <laughs> no, no, appeal denied. No. Mm-hmm. You will you go directly to jail. You will not pass go and collect $200. Oh, no. Did you see this viral TikTok where men's put the, 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 what do you call it? He put his toilet bowl, his toilet seat in the dishwasher with the dishes. What? To clean it. He put the toilet seat in the dishwasher with the dishes to clean it. Man's really was wild for respect. You cannot eat at anybody's house. No, you can't. I, I've I've learned that. Well, I've been to that. People just be doing anything. You be having their casserole with a side of wisteria, wisteria, whatever. Um, E. coli. Wisteria. Isn't that like a, wasn't that like wisteria? a or something? I thought it's that some, was a thing. I believe so. Not E. coli, yeah. wisteria, and botulism. <laughs> this is getting dark. What did you, what, what, what did you, what, what are we doing today? It's turning into like it's a dark, dark evaluation. It's getting dark as fuck. It's this is a fun day, so I don't know what you're talking about. This is all your fault. I blame everything on Jerry. Where's Bartholomew? That's Bartholomew. I don't think Bartholomew. You converted Bartholomew. This is some bullshit. (laughs) You know, for um, I was thinking this too. Like Mm. for um, Phineas and Ferb, like. Do you think the platypus listened to both of them equally? Because Ferb really didn't speak. So did he even mm-hmm. really take orders from Ferb? And it was always Phineas looking for Perry the whole mm-hmm. time. Ferb looked for him one time. He was like, wait, where's Perry? I feel like I feel Ferb like Ferb and I feel like Ferb and Perry were were on it. They were in on it together. That's for Ferb never said nothing. Right, 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 you know, right. 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 Knew. Phineas would be like, where's Where's uh, Perry at? And Ferb would be like, ha, 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 he's saving the world. <laughs> that's what he's doing. That's exactly what happened. That's what that's what he said in every episode. Mm-hmm. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I can't mess with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you go back and you watch that um, music video, um, This is America, all you see is Ferb in the corner like, <laughs> Yo, Ferb in the corner. This is America. <laughs> Ferb gotta stay woke. What is you saying? Ferb is woke. Woke He's the platypus. Really woke. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> Jared. It's been like twenty six minutes. What are we here for? We are what here. Are we I'm here trying to get to. We are here because it's we're making a mixtape and basically the what we're doing today is you're going to you're going to take seven songs that you would give to somebody that represents you and so we're going to go back and forth 
because I know you love music and stuff like that. I know that you are big. Yeah, I've been seeing the playlist and all that. Listen, Robbie making the fire playlist, and so I I thought this would be fun, good chance to reminisce and everything like that. Are you? Are you Mm -hmm. a person? I just want to see if you're a psychopath or not. Are you a (laughs) person? Are you a person that makes a playlist and plays it from start to finish in order, or do you put it on shuffle? I put on shuffle. Oh my gosh! Just clock out. Wait. I'm a psychopath that. Psycho! What? It depends on the playlist. It depends on the playlist. Mm-hmm. If it's like a vibe set playlist, like you have to do it. Like if I, if it's the cookout playlist, it's made in the specific order. But if it's just me driving or whatever, my driving music, it's just on, it's on shuffle. It depends. Play my shit in order. <laughs> Don't put it on. Do you once I once once those arrows start going up, down, and left, and right, that little <laughs> squiggly symbol, that squiggly X symbol, that's where things get taken too far. Play my playlist. I make a playlist. I want it played in the order I put it together. It's a vibe. I make sure that the sounds transition into the other mm. sound. Like it's a whole science behind it. <clears throat> the playlist I made for BBM actually has interludes on it. Fire, I did that. fire, fuego. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you just out here living a rambunctious life, I guess. Not a rambunctious what, what can life. I expect from, you know, cheesy egg man? You know. <laughs> I Should I tell him what you said about Lincoln? Or are we not? No! Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> you have to give me Pero what? <laughs> nah, shout out to my university. I'm guessing it. I'm guessing it right it. now. I'm guessing it. You ain't say, he ain't say nothing about it. No, nothing but good things. <laughs> Most of the time. I love y'all, but, you know, I'm doing too much. But um, <laughs> basically, that is the game, and that is the idea. So um, if you want, you can go first. I can go first. Um, and this is any songs. It's any genre. It's anything. Um, and you just give, like, a little bit of why you chose that song. Mm-hmm. And excuse the. I actually realistically made this playlist in real life. Um, so the first song in order <clears throat> on my playlist <laughs> is um, "Stereo Hearts" by Gym Class Heroes featuring Adam. Ooh, have you heard yeah. that song before? I have heard that song. Okay, look at you knowing a little zone, 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 zone. You was like negative six when that song came out. First off, <laughs> I was, what was that, 2011, 2010? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. First off, I was like a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what year it was. But yeah, so Stereo Hearts, mm-hmm. um, I put there, it's a song about like brokenhearted love, like mm-hmm. loving but not loving perfectly, but willing to learn how to love. It's kind of like a pop version of Teach Me How to Love by Music Social. Ooh. Um, I like that. And I love that they use music as the analogy throughout the entire thing. I love consistency. So I like the metaphor being mm-hmm. used throughout the entire song. Um, but I feel like that's a big reflection of who I am. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of love to give, but I didn't always receive a lot of love. So the love that I give is kind of like 
try and see, you know, like we're just it, not, not experimental, but you know, I don't know how best to do it. So I just do it the best that I can. And that's what the song is about. So that's my first song. I love it. I love it. That makes a lot of sense. And I didn't even like analyze the lyrics like that. I now need to go back and listen to it because I've never like looked at it from the perspective of, like I've heard it and I've listened to it and I know it's a good song and I love I like the lyrics, but I never Let's press the pause real quick. How many seconds that was? That was eight seconds. We fine. Okay. We fine. We fine. I was like, anything under what is it <laughs> nah, but it's really about the ver- it's really about the verses. Like, man, mm-hmm. the way that he talks about, like, yeah. you know, how his love language is kind of mm-hmm. for like music that skips, or like, you know, mm-hmm. loving somebody is like putting out energy, like a mm-hmm. radio. You know, it it's it's fire. So, right, yeah, yeah. Shaggy, my next song, or do you go next? I'm a. I'll go next, and we'll just alternate back and forth. Okay, okay. So, my next song, and it's funny because I never realized how it's kind of a depressing song. It's not depressing. I like it. Now this. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen? This it's, is what Jared is giving, <laughs> and I didn't come here for this. It's not. It's, it's not. But one of my favorite songs of all time, because I just, and it's not so much lyrically, but it's just the, the vibe and just the sound of it, is Breaking My Heart by Mint Condition. I love that song. Mm. Vocally, it is just one of the first off, I love New Jack Swing, and that was like one of the songs in the midst of it. And just vocally, you don't hear any other song like that. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. The R and B boys, they not doing it like they used to. They used to be singing on the track crying. I don't That's know, what what I know that song. Wait, okay, hold on. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I know that song, Jared. As soon as you hear it, you can't. You can't. Hold on. Hold on. Let's do this. Look, four seconds. Four seconds. There's no way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What you know about that song? You was like negative twenty when that song came. Out. What you talking now, about? <laughs> I wasn't around. I probably wasn't around. I don't even remember that song, but I mm. remember it because it's legendary. Let me find out Jerry got taste. I, I do. Listen, I'll share the playlist. Maybe they won't be in order, but I'll share them. I love that song because like, um, I love that song because I think vocally it's one of the best songs ever. Just how like from choreography to just sound and everything like that. I'm a very big Sonic. Like sonically, like if it sounds right to me, I'm big on that. But I think also... When you get older, you start experiencing heartbreak and stuff like that. It's different. And now that I think about that, I'm like, you, you, you experienced some heartbreak, Jared? Just a little bit, you know? And that's, I'm like... It was, that's why you've been on, on the camera all GQ'd up lately. <laughs> no. Fresh haircut, wax on the eyebrows, mm-hmm. expensive lenses and shit. Like, <laughs> damn. Nah, but that's reality. When you have, like, real-life experience... Mm-hmm. Songs just hit totally fucking different. Like Thank I never you. knew in my life, in my whole life, that Aaliyah was thirst trapping. She was like the first thirst trap. All of her music is thirst traps. Hold I on. never knew that. Rock the boat. Oh, rock the boat. Nasty. But but you know which one we didn't realize was nasty. Try again. I thought it was about being ambitious. No, it's about I did like. Too. <clears throat> 
It's like keep trying to hit that. Like <laughs> if I brush you off this time, try again. Like that's what it's about. Oh snap! It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you and think like, about it, you would have never did that. She just doing her little dance break and everything. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, that's a vibe. See, like, yeah, no, that's what's up. I'm trying again. No. No. But the actual mm-hmm. verse, you listen to the verse. It's it's about mm-hmm. a whole one night stand. So sad. Listen, we ahead of her time. What is your second song? Uh, scripture about black. <clears throat> or six lack, as some people call them. Mm-hmm. Scripture mm-hmm. is like a very <sighs> I feel like it's a really e- I don't want to say ego driven song, but it's a song about like to me it, it translates into like actualizing and realizing the power that you are and mm-hmm. um being standing firm in your dopeness, being able to be bold and boastful about how great you are. So, is it I one like of your that. hype songs you would say? It's not one of my hype songs, but it's mm-hmm. one of my fight songs. Like, mm-hmm. if I, if you piss me off, mm-hmm. like for real, for real, blasting it. They're blasting <laughs> it. Like, that, don't compare me to no. That I'm better than still new, but my attitude was better. Like, I'm going to go in. So, but in terms of hype, in terms of like, I'm about to like do something, that's not like really on my hype list, but it's on my emo hype list. On my emo hype list. Turn around and die. It's on my playlist. But I'm dark. <laughs> wow, Jared, why would you say that? Anyway, next, what's your song? What's your song? Um, the song I'm gonna have to do, and this is hard because I broke it down only seven songs, is "Golden" by Jill Scott. That is like the quintessential like. Whenever I think about that, I think about like the, about the end of like a movie, and I have main character syndrome, and so <laughs> every time I just gonna speed past that. You will have to come on group sessions to work that shit out. I will book you for an hour session. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I'll say, I'll explain this way. So I love that song because it's so real and it's just like, it's about her being happy and just like, just moving forward and everything like that. And that song is just like made such a difference in my life. Anytime I've like started new beginnings or like I've moved on to a new space, like such as a job or something like that, that's literally like my song that I play. As I'm like leaving for the last time, like or last day I'm in office, and it just always gives me like hope, like that better things are coming or I'm going somewhere else. Just taking my freedom. It just feels good, and it's just like something I just never get tired of. And also, I just love Jill Scott. Um, need to see her in concert that day. <laughs> I heard she was so fire in concert. Mm-hmm. I had a friend. She said she went to see her in concert and had an orgasm in the audience. No lie. She was a straight friend. She's straight. Heterosexual. Yep. I don't know um, what I'm supposed to do with that. <laughs> I don't know, what I'm, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it, but I was told that, that her her performances are that sensual. So. And you had to drop it off to me. He was like, you know what? I, Absolutely. I'm this. Absolutely. I'm this over to you. Okay. Absolutely. Respect For it. Real. Respect it. Um, spend the block. Now, my next song is Child of God. Okay. Child of God by Chance the Rapper. 
Ooh, okay. Okay. I heard that song once and fell in love with it, and now I listen mm-hmm. to it like every day. It reminds me of a time, well, the time that I actually developed a relationship with God, my own relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that song just kind of like really speaks to me. The music video is kind of tight too, but mm-hmm. the song is real. It's a vibe. I love it. Ooh, what's my next song gonna be? Because it's not. <laughs> Got really yeah, I'm on this camera looking crazy. Like fifty percent of my Ooh. face looks young, and fifty percent of it looks like it's dying. Alright, I look young right here, and I look old as fuck right here. It's like a Benjamin Button raccoon. Not rat. Like I'm a Benjamin Button panda. <laughs> I don't. I, I, okay. <laughs> like if I was a cartoon character, I look like Granddad from the Boondocks, old and young at the same time. It don't make no fucking sense. Don't do that to yourself. Mm-mm. Not doing. It. It's <laughs> done. Do it. It's done. Beto is done. <laughs> Not doing that. <laughs> um, my next song. Yeah, this is this is like just I guess changes gears a little bit. Um. It is TLC. What about your friends? So Ooh, that's a good one. I guess that I love New Jack Swing, and that would be considered that. And I love TLC. I'm obsessed with them. Like you know, my fa- my favorite person from that group was Left Eye, and everything like that. And so like that's like one of her earliest. <laughs> no one. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know that. That was hot. It is hot. hot. I didn't say anything just now. You said you. What are you laughing? Telling people that's your favorite, you know? <laughs> You know what? Damn, I spit all my margarita out on the computer. Oh, no. Not on the computer. If it wasn't glitching before, now the computer well, it doesn't. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, my God. That was nice. That's crazy. But, yeah, so left eye, the best. This is my favorite, one of my favorite artists of all time, and so that song was like one of my early like introductions to TLC and everything like that. And so after hearing that, like I just you know started going down a rabbit hole, listening to the music, and also what they're saying is some real stuff. You know, oftentimes we and it doesn't even have to be like you being put on to like you know you making millions of dollars and stuff like that, but. You mean people be losing friends. Sometimes your friends don't always have your best interests at heart and they start changing up. And you be doing the same thing. You be living your best life. You be just happy and stuff like that. And you realize that we outgrow people, you know, different reasons and seasons and stuff like that. Everybody, some people ain't here for forever. They're here for a season for sure, for sure. But mm-hmm. I love that song. Um, everything TLC. So that is my my next pick. <laughs> All right, my next song is brand new by Drake mm. off of his mixtape "So Far Gone." The way my brain my brain was set up, 
you said you when you said it's brand new, I was like, oh, like it's a brand new song. Then I was like, oh no, he meant. Better the name of the song is brand yeah. new. I understood that after the fact. <laughs> it's them eggs, Jared. It's them not eggs. It's not. <laughs> uh, brand new is like. Brand new is uh, it speaks to like a lot of mm-hmm. insecurities I tend to have in relationships or things that I tend to overthink. Um, mm-hmm. And a, a challenge essentially that I had to overcome to jump out of that pattern. So mm-hmm. I feel like that song sure. is Hella Me. Hella Me. Mm-hmm. That hit to you was lessened. When he came out with that song, he said, Ooh, yeah, that's it. That's what it was like. It was like, he said, Come on, Aubrey. <laughs> Let's go, Aubrey. Fun fact I was a fan mm-hmm. of Aubrey since Degrassi. And mm-hmm. his first rap that he did on Jimmy. the show as Wheelchair Jimmy, mm-hmm. I, that was my ringtone for like mad fucking long. You said that was your ringtone? Do you know how so, hard it was to get a television show rap? And you took the you took the phone up, you recorded it. <laughs> did you have to? <laughs> he was like, you know, the vibe, and it was a flip phone. So let's not act like this was normal. <laughs> it was a prepaid flip phone. Let's not act like this was normal. <laughs> He's like, but, okay, um, episode's coming on. Yeah, Maybe I the got name of the song the eventually came out. They published a song. It's called Tell Me Lies. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was his first rap, John. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but it was fire. I was a big fan of Drake. Like, even when he was in his little group, which nobody talks about. And that's not a conversation we should have on air because, you know, the Illuminati. But, yeah, <laughs> even when he had <laughs> friends... You ever wonder why, like, all of his music is all of my let's just be friends or friends I don't have anymore? Why Drake always talking about these friends that were fake and that he mm-hmm. doesn't have anymore? They were friends that he came out with in the music industry. We definitely gonna have a conversation off air. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Listen, I'm not one of the biggest. Yeah, (laughs) y'all should look up Nicholas F. Like Nicholas F. was like a really good, big part of Drake's career. He used to actually drop his name in all of his Mm -hmm. mixtape songs, but that oh something happened. I don't know. I just leave it here. I don't know nothing. I just leave it here. (laughs) No sabe nada. I don't know nothing. Mm -mm. (laughs) First they were friends, then no friends no more. I don't know. Now I'm gonna have to like go down a rabbit hole, and I'll it's, be if you listen to his album Scorpion, he tells the whole story in that album. You just don't realize that he's actually talking about somebody. But why would he make these songs if he wasn't talking about somebody? Mm. Like, yeah, we gonna have we'll you know what we'll do we'll have a Drake episode. <laughs> we will have a AACG podcast mm-hmm. Drake episode. I'd appreciate that. The Drake rabbit hole. <laughs> we could actually do the whole Young Money rabbit hole. Whew. Okay, yeah, you're right. We're going to do the whole Young Money. We're going to do um, gutta gutta. Yeah, I remember when Lloyd was about to sign the Young Money but didn't. And he was on Bedrock. He was, he was. the Young Money crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When I first they would have been would have been fired. Mm-hmm. I used to have this blog called Speakerhead, and that mm-hmm. was one of like the big 
the first time I did like a niche page on Instagram mm-hmm. and I learned mad stuff. Like the battle is messy. We love the mess here. So, but not here. Uh-uh, not the ASMR drag. <laughs> we give a fuck here. <laughs> we love the mess. <laughs> now be looking back on all these albums like, ooh, T. Just... Yeah, you got to listen. I've always said that, though, the tr- anything you need to know about the artist is in the music. They're not just writing songs oh, for no, no reason. Not. They're not just writing. When Ring the Alarm came out, somebody... I knew something was wrong. Like, Beyonce crying and shit, talking about bring me along. Like I knew something was happening. Oh yeah, we didn't see it. And then turns out that was during that same time that she was getting cheated on. Thank you. And then mm-hmm. Dirty Laundry, that was right after Kelly came out of that um relationship, mm-hmm. and that really was real life. But Kelly also made a song with um, Fantasia. What was the name of that song with with Fantasia? That song, Where Would You Be Without Me? Where would you, if you really listen to that song, that's that song is actually like a diss record mm-hmm. directed to somebody. But <laughs> what was real? You just made me think about speaking to Kelly really quickly before we hop back in. Is that that song that uh, Destiny's Child did, where legitimately they were talking to Kelly? That first off, that was mm-hmm. real disrespect. I was like, don't. Don't come on the yeah. track and start. Yeah. She went in the studio. She didn't even know. She probably walked in and they started singing. It was like. She's like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. On the music video. It, it, listen, everybody's business is out there. Like, just mm-hmm. listen to the music, y'all. Pay attention to the music. Everything you need mm-hmm. to know is in the music. Even if they utilize writers, they are still going to speak from a place of experience. Oh, yeah. Most, oh, yeah. Of, the T- most of the time, they tell the writers what to write about. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day where you had, like, legendary writers like Babyface, well, you ain't gonna tell Babyface what to write. Like he gonna write a song, and you right. gonna like it or you not gonna like. It. Neo mm-hmm. too. Neo was legendary. He would write a mm-hmm. song. Either you like it or you don't like it. But nowadays, mm-hmm. you tell them what to do, they do it. Because if they don't right. do it, somebody else will. Ain't nobody ashamed mm-hmm. to be a ghostwriter no more. Shout out to Cardi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ask somebody else to do it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, don't, don't don't do that. Don't do that. I love Cardi. I love Cardi, mm-hmm. but I appreciate that she's very transparent about the fact that she doesn't write all of her music and mm-hmm. she's open about that. And I like mm-hmm. that. I appreciate it. You know, and everybody, you can be, Whitney didn't write, write her music. She had writers, but she was able to convey, you know, those songs in the best way that she could. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. got different talents, different Songwriters are, songwriting is a talent, performing mm-hmm. is a talent, recording is a talent. Producing, all of talent, it. mixing, engineering, all of it is different. So, listen, I respect it. That God didn't give me that gift. I wish He had given me one of them. Because let me tell you something: you can't sing. You can sing, Jared. No, I can't. That's not what God gave me. Because <laughs> if I could sing, ooh, if I could sing, I'd be singing all the time. I'd be fake singing on the podcast. I'd be saying that too. I'd be like, if I could sing, I wouldn't shut up. So ever. <clears throat> Imagine me quitting a job. In song, full on performance. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be perfect. I have somebody write a song for me just to do it. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's uh, your turn, Jerry. Stop. Next see? song. Yes. What's your next song? 
Um, my next song is Lupe Fiasco, The Coolest. So I am a huge, huge fan of Lupe Fiasco. Wow. And that is probably my favorite song of all time of his. It was on his second album, The Cool. And it's just uh-huh. the amount of storytelling on that song. And he's not talking about people. He's talking about the game. He's talking about different things. And, like, the streets and just everything like that is so dope. And, like, it's just written in su- and it's performed in such a performing, it's just in such a poetic-ass way. And I got to see it live uh, this past uh, summer in, um, in Central Park when he performed. And I was like, <gasps> I don't even think I recorded it. Or I recorded maybe two seconds of it. But it's just, like, that is just a beautiful song. And just the way it sounds, it just almost sounds haunting. Like, it's... That's it Lupe. I love it. Lupe actually is on my list, so I'm like, what? Let me find mm-hmm. out. He really liked that. Mm-hmm. He really yeah. thought it got it. Definitely. Listen, that's my guy. You know, we gonna get him on the podcast one day if he does interviews. <laughs> you know, he he be doing interviews sometimes. Sometimes he, he might don't. Do it. You might you might could actually get Lupe on if you get yourself established. You can get Lupe. Yeah. All right, my next song. Interviews is True by Lloyd. Ooh. Okay. True, 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 true. I'm a person that I am a huge risk taker. I have been known to like be successful and then move and start over and be successful again. And so anytime that I've relocated, it had a lot to do with essentially finding a new approach to mm-hmm. to living life and it required me to kind of like pull myself out of familiar territory and actually learn to live differently so that I can apply myself in different ways. So mm-hmm. true is kind of like how I felt in terms of what it feels like to like leave your friends and leave all of your familiar things behind and take this road on your own that's kind of like chancing it and just kind of hoping that they understand and hoping that they get to see what this is for and what this is about. So true would definitely be my next song. I'm going to listen to that song. Cause that is, if that ain't life right now, let me tell you. Yeah, true goes hard. Mm-hmm. New state, new life, everything. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. you moving to? I moved. Where you, you ain't in Jersey. You ain't in Jersey. Jersey. No, I don't. I didn't tell you that. I'm not in Where Jersey. Where you live at? Where you I'm live in at? Baltimore now. Not Baltimore. Chat, y'all. He getting an accent already. No, I, don't do that. Say two. Say two. Two. Nah, use a two. No, the funny thing is, I have so many. Remember when it was two twenty two twenty two on a Tuesday? <laughs> Shout out no. to Baltimore. Stop, Jared. You just talking about people like that. Beto, that's I wasn't. I wasn't. I actually did text people where I, on that day from Baltimore. It's I was like, she said it's 22 on a Tuesday. <laughs> I have a mentee. He almost cussed me out when I did that. I was like, you say this real quick. <laughs> I had a picture that said tattoo. I can't do it. Not tattoo. I heard it. Y'all heard it. Jared said tattoo. <laughs> he put a silent R at the end of that word tattoo. That's why I don't be talking about people. Tattoo. He said tattoo, y'all. He said tattoo. Yes. 
How do you like Baltimore and why mm-hmm. why the move? What what um, was going on? Uh I was running from the FBI, no I'm joking. Um <laughs> Kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> nah. So next, um, yeah, so True was my song. What's the next song on your list, Beto? Because we got to get past this. I don't want to hear no more. I'm kidding. No, it was a new job opportunity. That's what it was. Um, mm-hmm. I had to take a risk. And it was, you know, I think I had outgrew some of the other roles I was in. I was like, why don't we take a chance? And yeah. they picked me and it was, it was good. And I'm in a much yeah. better space and I'm happy, so. You know, so you out there by yourself? Yeah, no family out here, just friends. Look at you! Look at you taking them chances, boy. Mm-hmm. I, when That's I first good. left New York City, New York City, I moved mm-hmm. upstate. I was like twenty years old. I just packed up. I was like, I gotta go. And I ain't mm-hmm. know nobody, and it was weird and scary. And but you do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. If you and don't take you chances, you don't know nothing. Right. You realize how um how resilient you are when you definitely do take those moves and those chances. Y'all remember? Okay, so earlier Jared was doing the most, and I spit out my margarita all over my desk. I'm literally cleaning it up with my sock. Like I took my sock off my shoe, my foot. Oh no, friend! Because I didn't know how to. I didn't want to leave the conversation. Mm-hmm. To get a towel, so I'm literally cleaning it with a sock. Judge oh, no, me friend. if you wanna. Nobody's judging. Oh no, friend! You ain't say oh no, friend for a good reason. Oh no, friend is the quintessential judgment. Like, oh, is it really? Yeah. Anytime a black oh, person says what? oh no, blank, that means that they're judging you. No, oh no, baby, no, no, baby, no, baby, I would never. I think my next place to move is to New Orleans because I just want the accent. I'm not going mm-hmm. I love it. I love the accent. I would. I would never. I'm not a judgmental Capricorn. We don't judge. We don't do that anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> Capricorn I, is judgmental as f. What? Never. I would never do that. Y'all are so judgmental that y'all don't even see your judgment as judgment. You think it's just regular. That's how judgmental y'all are. Ooh, anyway. Y'all think that y'all just happen to have opinions about shit. Like, you're like, oh, I just so happen to have a feeling about this that has nothing to do with me, but I have a feeling about it. That's judgment. Dang. Well, the next time I'm going to get rid of my own podcast. <laughs> Bye. It's true. That's why I don't be liking other Capricorns sometimes. They get on my nerves. They're annoying. Um, but not the Capricorn shade. <laughs> Shout out to Cap. I'm actually dating a Capricorn now. It's quite mm-hmm. difficult, but I'm dating a Capricorn. Shout out to Capricorns. Y'all crazy what are you trying again? Big Aries. Big Aries. Right, right. You already know. You already know. Gang, gang, gang. You already know. I don't know. My house, my house is slithering. My house is slithering. I'm basically, I'm basically the Aries slithering. I'm an Aries and I'm a slithering. Like Mm -hmm. it's like that. That goes together. Aries, that's a. I don't know what to make of y'all. You know, we're the best that are best that are best, sir. When y'all don't be mad, um, (laughs) we're never not mad. We're always mad. 
And that's why y'all be upset about Capricorns because they don't be showing nothing. <laughs> they can be right there, nonchalant. With Capricorns, it's your mouth. It's your, it, if there was any sign that I had to say, it's your fucking mouth. It's Capricorn. Your that mouth, that mandible, that mandible. Oh, when that chin wag. When y'all get to wagging that chin, the stuff that you're capable of saying is so petty and shady and childish. It's like, yeah, nah. That's how I feel about Virgos. They be doing too much sometimes. But anyway, this isn't a <laughs> not the astrology episode. It's, a, it's not an astrology episode. That's the episode though. <laughs> My next song is "Follow Me" by Ally Us. It is a house song. I don't know if you know that. Bro, what is happening? Like, wh this is really. Let me find out. You really like that, like that. You are old soul, huh? I am. You know, I've been here before, from what I've heard. But that is my favorite song because it's just like, first off, it's like a lot that in that song. Like, I didn't listen to it until I got older, and I realized like there was like conversation, like in the song, just talking about like you know, going past like just racial hatred and everything like that it was just like a really deep song and then also it's just a vibe like you'd be at the cookout um let me set the stage you'd be in jersey at the cookout yeah you didn't have jersey. Jersey or whatever jersey. i'm at jersey in the cookout at jersey <laughs> jersey <laughs> maybe you just had something in your red cup or whatever the music come you'd be doing your two-step <laughs> right there and all that that is me and my mom's favorite song. Wow. So, uh, That's cool. That I actually yeah. hate house music. <gasps> I know. Oh, my heart. I know. I know. Beto, I know. I know. I know. I hate house music and I hate line dance music. <gasps> and when I say hate, I mean. If there you get married, what you gonna play at your wedding? What what people gonna do? If you get married, if you have a wedding, what you gonna do? It's gonna people be all just... Frank Ocean. What the fuck you mean? You said what? It's gonna be all Frank Ocean. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, we all Frank Ocean. People gonna big be sad, big sad <laughs> music all day. He's like, I'm so happy for her, but I can't stop crying. No. You can play the same song over no. and over. I don't play no fuck. What I will I will have I'm okay with a lot, but I don't like house music. I hate mm. it. Particularly that song. Follow me. Oh my god. I hate it. My heart. I hate it. Me. I hate it. And what people don't realize is that house music is integrated into so much cultural musics like it is new orleans bounce is a form of house mm -hmm. chicago, chicago is a form of house baltimore house. is new york house like baltimore i hate it 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 i hated everything maybe it's because i lived as a tyke through that era yeah you, you did there was nothing happening that was that fucking happy I was there. <laughs> I guarantee it wasn't shit happening in the nineties or eighties. That was that fucking happy. I promise. It was giving crack. It was giving cocaine. It was giving piss on the streets. It was giving. You didn't have to pick up your dog shit. It was giving spray paint. It was giving burning cities down for the insurance money. I don't know who the fuck was that happy. 
or some <laughs> follow me. But no, it wasn't no. given that, y'all. It wasn't it's given that. That's why they were happy. You just had the little drugs before. It must have been. <laughs> they must have been high as shit, but I, nothing was happening that was that fucking happy in the 80s and 90s. We was wearing fucking pastels and triangles and shit. There was nothing good about, like, nothing good. Girls' hair looked like poodles. That's and a full episode I need to have good. because I think my generation romanticizes the 90s and stuff like that. And you just like, mm mm, mm mm. Nah, it wasn't nothing. The only thing that was done right in the 80s and 90s was romance. That was it. Mm-hmm. When it was romantic, it was romantic. Like that romantic movies and shit and drive-in theaters and R&B, like that yeah, was popping. Yeah, I had but TV R&B... too. Hmm? TV. I think I did TV well. I think they did TV well in the 90s. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Black TV. Better um, um, <laughs> romance was good. That was it. When it was a romance situation, it was a romance situation. Mm. And horror movies. The 80s was the era of like Scream, Jason, Freddy, Chucky. Like they was really big on blood-free horror movies. Mm. I don't know what that was about, but nothing else was done correctly. And I wasn't even into horror movies. Why was depressing? Fuck the 80s. What's next? (laughs) Damn. (laughs) My heart. It's been hurt. I was born eighty eight, so I got like two years in the eighties. But better, mm-hmm. they can have it. <laughs> what until ninety five? Life was depressing as fuck. So yeah, not until ninety five. I'm being real. Ouch. Um. Oh, it's my goal. So <laughs> my Lupe song is Kick Push. Oh, okay. Respect. My Lupe Respect. song is Kick Push, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. Another version of Stereo Hearts. Mm. Kick Push is more so like I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. It Kick Push was the first like quote unquote fluid idea of romance that I've ever heard. Like mm. it was it was dope. And I can't skate. And I wanted I've always wanted to learn how to skate. Fun fact: This year I'm going to buy some roller skates and I'm pulling up at the skating rink and all of that. I'm doing all that. I'm doing all that. I'm gonna pull up I already got my skates. I'm going to Houston. I'm gonna be out there every other weekend skating. Going down. Hey, hey. Um, But yeah, kick push. Shout out to my mom for buying me my first skateboard and my only skateboard. It was a Power Ranger skateboard. I bust my ass every day on it. Never learned how to ride it. Not once. Eventually started using it as a mobile table. (laughs) (laughs) I started making myself a sandwich and putting it on skateboard, hold on to a string and just drag it to my room. (laughs) My skateboard was my first butler. It was. The skateboard was my first but skateboard was my first Siri. Like that's what it was. Anything I wanted, instead of me going to get it and walking back, I would bring my skateboard, put it on the skateboard. And then drag the skateboard with a string to where it needed to be. Why? I don't know. I could have just got the book. Mm-mm. Need to be delivered. My skateboard was basically Amazon Prime. Black people in engineering. Black Absolutely. people in engineering. We'll be out here in these streets. Use ahead of your time. Use ahead of your mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, Kick Push will be my next song. I love it. I Jared, love it. this is your last hoorah. This is your seventh song. Ooh. This has to be a good one. Ooh. <laughs> now see, this is the bullshit. Wrap it up. It's hard. It's already okay. predetermined. You already wrote it down. Yeah, but no, I I I realized I had added extra song by accident, but I know it's oh, on but let me change the light. Mm. Come on, ring light. Not the red. Aries red. Not the red light special. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna give y'all some green. I'm gonna get the green. Yeah. Slytherin. Mm. Slytherin um, is a reference to Harry Potter for you youngins who's probably never seen the series, and I feel very sorry on. for you because you've never had magic minute. in your life. Hold on. But if you haven't been sorted, you not really like that. If you don't know what your Patronus is, you not really like that battle. If you don't know what your Wandwood is, you're not like that. So, <laughs> my people know they're they've seen Harry Potter. Not that young. Do you know what your house is? Mm-hmm. I'm Hufflepuff. You know, I sensed it, <sighs> and I, I appreciate it. I okay. I, I say. I sensed it. I don't know why they be treating y'all bad, but really, it don't be they. It just be whack-ass Gryffindor. I have a whole theory about how Gryffindor is evil as fuck. Like They are. They really are. They They do. They evil as fuck. Slytherin just do what they do. Slytherin literally is mad at Gryffindor because they never follow the rules. That's Mm -hmm. literally all Slytherin be pissed about. And the school lets them do it. Right. But the school is also Gryffindor. Right. Yeah. Stay woke. Well, know what I think of when I think of Slytherin versus Gryffindor? It's crazy that you got to stay woke off of Gryffindor. Like, <laughs> nah, but, but it's really wild. Like, come on. We're going to act like Dumbledore didn't raise Harry to die. He didn't know what was going to happen to Harry. Right. You literally just raised him. Like, Beto, that's not okay. Mm-mm. He was like, "We love you. We don't love you." Yeah, and then when Draco was like, "How you know his father was saying Dumbledore lost control of the school?" Technically, a student did almost die every year at that it school. Did. It was an unsafe. Was, that school was not safe as fuck. Mm-hmm. It was basically the hood. Like that guess was black ass would not have, Guess who's black ass would not have went to that school? I'm like, mom, this was in a real school. I want to go. How was she? Like, you can't go to the damn house. You gonna know damn Hogwarts? You gonna learn magic at the house? But you gonna gonna learn how to do this shit in the house? No, for real. And I'm sure it was wasn't it expensive to go there? I think it was expensive. Like I know they had. I definitely know they had to pay. And I know that as rich as Slytherin was, like how did the Weasleys afford it? No shade, because you know they. Was having the financial issue. So you try, you gonna sleep on them like they didn't have the wizarding phosphor? They probably did have the wizarding fa- phosphor. <laughs> like stop it. They had the financial aid music that be like, "Hello, you've reached the office of financial aid." Nah, never. I have a bag. I can't come back. Never was they giving out the Pell Grant. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, 
imagine visiting Sally Mae. Oh my God. Yeah, imagine man. owing, imagine owing friggin' like student loans in the wizarding world. They're going to find Especially you. those letters. Those letters would be real nasty. They'd be crazy. Mess all that. <laughs> imagine what it's like to have, because you know, we can work civil service related jobs and get our loans forgiven. Imagine mm-hmm. what you have to do in the wizarding world to get your loans forgiven. Ooh. Low key, all of the Death Eaters could have honestly just been stuck doing that work to get their loans forgiven. Because they were all Slytherin. You're right. You're right. That makes sense. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> I'm going to say this last thing on this. When I ever, ever I hear the Slytherin... Uh, uh, Gryffindor stuff. I think about you've seen that uh, episode of when uh, from a flavor of love when New York went up against Hottie and said, you know, All you do is smile on these girls' faces. <laughs> What's the chief's I'm, a wolf. I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing. You see me coming. What is Slytherin? Shorty said that she looked like Beyonce, right? <laughs> you look like Luther Vandross, right. Slytherin, definitely New York. New York is that was shout out to Slytherin. No, nah, shout out to Slytherin. I big, I big rep it. I was like trying not to be in Slytherin because I was like, I don't want to be in Slytherin. But I kept retaking the test and I tried to lie on the test to be in something else. And in the process of me lying and trying to trick the computer, I realized I'm probably a Slytherin because that's some shit that a Slytherin would do. Slytherin do. So I was like, fuck it, this is me, Beto, it's me. But then. Mm-hmm. Once you know Hufflepuff your house and you start watching, it. what happened? I said the Hufflepuffs just cry over it. Nobody who's a Hufflepuff be like, at first when they hear, they be, I'm a Hufflepuff. They be like, I'm not a Hufflepuff. They'd be like, ooh, I am a Hufflepuff because of what I just did. Yeah. yeah. Hufflepuff. That's crazy. Poor yeah. Hufflepuff. But shout out to Cedric Diggory. He was a Hufflepuff. He was. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. And um, your boy, what's the boy that was Wormtail? What's his name? Peter Pettigrew? I don't remember. Peter Pettigrew, I think, right? I think so. I don't, I don't know. Remember. He he was a Gryffindor, anyway. Oh. Just putting that shit out there. <laughs> but, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, my last song. My math not. See, this is why my math. See, this is why I was not. I didn't go to medical school. My math skill wasn't mathing correctly because I thought I had two songs. Um. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I have an infinite list, so we can keep going, Beto, because it was really hard for me to narrow it down to seven. I had to replace a lot of songs, but I do have I some did. more that I wanted to add. I had about 13. Do you want to hit 10? Yeah. Okay, we can do that. All right, because I'm like, this ain't going to be my last song, but... <laughs> this song is Teller Bennett Be Yourself Part 2 That was one of the songs on my list Did you? You like that song? Mm-hmm. I respected it Okay, I was scared because I was like Because my heart was broken from my last song I was like Ugh, I respected the song, I didn't love it but I didn't hate it I respected yeah. the song Um, I like that song because it makes me happy Like I am really into like there was this era. I don't know if you remember it. I think it was not hard to forget it. Like it was like maybe like I want to say it was like 2015 to like 2019. 
of like that happy rap and stuff like that. So like you had like the super duper super duper Kyle and stuff like that. And so underrated. I'm gonna put Kyle on my list. This is what this song reminds me of because like I'd be like mad as hell. I'd be pissed off and I play Be Yourself Part Two and I'd be like, I'm not gonna listen to this. And then I and I'd be damn near killing myself trying to rap the verse because I don't know. His breath control is crazy. I don't know how you do it, Taylor Bennett. He'd be like, I'm like <laughs> trying to breathe. I can't do it. Uh, uh, that was given that was given asthmatic. That would have <laughs> If you doing that shit over a lyric, I'm gonna need you to see a doctor about that. You're gonna need to see a respiratory therapist because that sounds crazy. Yeah. Right. Ain't no way. Yeah, but uh, just to finish out, I love that song. Also appreciate him as an artist. Um, and so like this felt like a continuation of his Be Yourself uh project in 2018, which good project. I have cried or almost cried to that project because I was like, I feel seen, seen to date, seen to date. Damn. Yeah. Good project. And it was a good comeback after his 2019 project. So, yeah. Taylor's got a really eclectic, like, sound. I, love, I respect it. And, like, that's the thing I like about artists is that I don't like every single song of his, but I think, like, if you're a real fan of music and, like, you respect an artist, you don't have to. Oh, shit. What happened? Y'all. Yeah. Wait, not you just disconnected. I don't know. Make sure it's still record. Oh, oh, y'all. Jared just bounced. I told him leave them eggs alone. He keep eating them eggs with the cheese inside the shell. That's what's going on. I told him. Oh, here he back. He back. Don't tell him I was talking about him. He back. Shh, shh, shh. Don't, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Nothing. I'll just tell him the people he's having a little chit chat. I'm so sorry. That is never happened with Riverside before. I am. I apologize. What? That's, that was ghetto. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, what's your song? Um, so I'm gonna have to go with "Wet Dreams" by J Cole. It's a song about his first time, and oh, for obvious reasons, um, I'm not gonna get into it, but mm. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I feel seen. <laughs> I feel seen. Yeah, like Jermaine, thank you. <laughs> that first time sex anxiety was fucking real. Like it was real. So I get it. I feel like that should be on everybody's list because unless you just walked into sex like <laughs> I'm that dude, like <laughs> The sexual insecurities of it also. And then also that's a major point in your life. Like mm -hmm. your first time having sex in uh, hopefully your first time in a relationship or a serious relationship to that level. Mm. It's a life changing experience. It changes you, changes the way you see the world, changes your relationship with your parents. Mm. It changes everything. So I put that on my list. I respect it. I love that whole project. Really just hearing just how vulnerable he was and just he got deep in that project. I was like, mm -hmm. respect it. I need a part two to it, but I don't think we're going to get nothing like that. You never know. Well, actually, no. His his album that he released um, off season, mm -hmm. the best thing he's ever done. 
Off season was good. He was talking and stuff. I have to go back and listen to it. That's one thing I appreciate. He always does different things. Um, <clears throat> my next song, I have to do, and I'd be remiss if I didn't. That sound real black and churchy. You said remiss. <laughs> is Scream by Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. When I tell you that is my song, because I'll explain. <laughs> that is one of my favorite songs of his and hers. Because the fact that not only did you have the king of pop, then you had Janet on it. And they were together, and they just killed it. And I feel like it's just it's just a vibe. Like you could it just be yelling, ah! and like it really was like an attack on media and everything like that. And it was just like crazy. Everything he had been through with like the media, and it also was kind of crazy because it kind of foreshadowed even some of the stuff she would deal with later on during the whole Super Bowl thing and stuff like that. So like hearing that song. And just listening to it, I love it. And just also the dance breakdown. I'm not a dancer, but I be listen. You felt I be it. trying to do the breakdown. I felt it. You felt. I it. felt it. Mm. That's what's up. I be trying to do the jump down, jump up with the, everything. I be feeling it. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> see this. Oh, not. not knowing again. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> My um, my next. You know what's so funny? When you had told me to come up with seven songs, mm-hmm. I was thinking about the the last time I was supposed to get a song that like I connected to, and I was in high school, and mm-hmm. it was for music class. And so they was like, "Oh, get your favorite song or a song that really like mm-hmm. connect with you emotionally." And everybody bought in these emotional, sad songs by all these emotional artists and stuff. And I'm just listening. So my last name began with an H. So I was going through the list. Like I didn't it was I didn't even tell mine until like towards the end of class. And my song, people had gospel songs, people had RB. Yo Tipsy remix by Jay Quan. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I didn't know he was. I didn't. First of all, I didn't know the teacher was, and it had the curses. I didn't know that the teacher was going to play it. He didn't tell us that he was going to play it. But oh my god, it was so embarrassing. And my music class was my largest class Mm -hmm. in high school. It was mad people. Like my high school was sort into majors, kind of like how you have majors in colleges. So the people that you mm-hmm. have a major with, you typically follow with classes. But music same. class was everybody. It was a whole mm-hmm. state. They would just listen to these sad songs, Titanic and shit. <laughs> just oh my god, oh my god. And then you go one. Here goes the two to the three to the four. Oh boy, tripping in. He don't know I got a gun. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. And I'm just sitting here like, I pulled up to the club already tipsy. She said she don't get that. She get the sense of proving guilt. Like, and I was the only one in the entire class that had, I was just like, mm-hmm. so, um, but anyway, um, I'm gonna have to add to my list "Footsteps" by Kaylani featuring Music Soul Child. Oh, I was like, was that the song? I was confused for a second. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. (laughs) Nah, it would be um, "Footsteps." I like that. I like that duet between the two of them. Mm. I actually, mm, it's between "Footsteps" and "RP RPG," and I feel like "RPG." I don't really. 
connect with that song that much, but mm. Black's verse is like mm. fire, 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 fire. Respect. So, yeah. But I would have to pick Footprints because it's more of a something I could identify with. Definitely. For me, the song I'm going to pick next is Fly Like a Bird by Mariah Carey. <laughs> that song. If you be going through it, put was that, that song Mariah? on. Yeah, that was her. That was I that gospel was song. Fittato. That wasn't Nelly Furtado. I'm like a bird. I'll always fly away. I don't Mm-mm. know where my home is. Okay. I was gonna say, hold on. I'm gonna do it. I really thought that was Nelly Furtado. I'm gonna do a quick four seconds. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you hop on Beyonce's Google and figure out what's going on. I thought you heard this. Oh, that's not the song I was thinking of. I was gonna say because when you said that, I said. I, I don't. I don't think that's the same song. I don't. <laughs> Cause this is a this is a gospel song. <laughs> Crazy. Remember that? Remember that five seconds he went gospel on the Emancipation album. I don't pay attention to. I don't pay attention to Mariah. I, I have a. I love Mariah. She's a fellow Aries. Oh no! I'm just gonna say <sighs> this is some not of these the antics. Question. Mariah, Miss Ma'am, Miss Lady. <laughs> but I, I mean, you know what? But you believe in yourself. Mariah believes in herself, and can't nobody say nothing about that. Mm-hmm. She does. She absolutely does. <clears throat> you gotta believe in yourself. You have to. Um, I'm gonna leave it alone. Best who and your ex-husband is Father Abraham. Um. Anyway, <laughs> why would you say that? Um, is it not true? But yes, that that song, very good song. Um, it's a song that I just listen to. And it's like one of my favorite gospel songs. And like, if if you're going through it, it just talks about like just like you know, flying away and everything like that, and just kind of letting go of the burdens of the world and stuff like that. Um. I heard this at somebody's service one time, and like after that, I was like, "Ooh, this song!" And I just listened to it. And I love it, and I think it's just like a very pertinent song. It is part of my like take me into my my gospel bag, or if I just I'm gonna cry right now, but I'm be okay. And you know, Capricorns don't be crying. We be trying. Um, Your Capricorn oh. Hufflepuff bag. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Polo tink tink. Polo tink tink. <laughs> Polo tink tink. <laughs> All right, I think my last song. What did I want my last song to be? It would have to be Toast by Coffee. Toast by Coffee? Yeah. You remember that song? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Can't quite picture it. I can't quite picture it right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that song is just about being appreciative of, right? Like, (laughs) hit that two seconds. (laughs) The song was just about being appreciative of, you know, the things that you have in life and Mm -hmm. not taking things for granted. So that would be my last song. My last song, 
have to make sure I got the title right. Um, and I can't end off about this song. Is and you're gonna be like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Hufflepuff shit, y'all. Let me stop. I feel like it's gonna be these. it's 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 Mary J. Blige. I'm gonna leave. Wait, what? Wait, don't just Mary J. Blige. Real love. Don't judge me. I feel judged right now. Real love. Seriously, the house cleaning song on a Sunday <laughs> on two twenty two twenty two on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's between that and my life. Probably more so my life. I'll, I'll say my life. Anything Mary J is valid, but Mary mm. J Blige music is equivalent to drink a, a glass of scotch on the rocks. Like, that's the drink that you have when shit ain't going right. <laughs> like, when you play oh, some vibing. Mary, it's like, God damn. Oh, I'll be vibing to it. I'll be like, Real love. <laughs> the Biggie version with the with the verse. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope, it's Mary Jane in a tip. Oh, I have not. I'm, I'm, what I'm have you been you. doing? What? You just be listening I, to regular, regular ass real love without the remix? Yes, I How can you not know the remix? No. It was not a part of my Rolodex. <laughs> you. Nah, you. I have a problem. But now Why I know it not... exists. Yeah. Now I know it exists. It's definitely going to be on my Rolodex. You know what? Yeah. I was not expecting. Oh, honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I spy Kyle and Lil Yachty. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know how hard that song hit until I saw Kyle perform it at the award show and he went off. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, hey. I wanted to be on stage. So now that mm-hmm. is actually a part of my hype song. You gotta you gotta see if you haven't seen him live, you gotta do it. You gotta yeah, see him to. live. There's a few people that He's I want to see live. Is Kyle such a kind and warm spirit. Like like everybody in there was just nice. Like in his concert, and you don't come across that like everybody was just like a, like a nice energy. I was like, this feels like a hug. And he just going around just saying, "I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you." Like said, this feels like a hug. He probably a Hufflepuff. He probably is. He gets big Hufflepuff. We gotta do an episode where we place um, celebrities into Hogwarts houses. Oh my god! I, I wonder how many celebrities actually know what their houses are. I'm pretty sure a few of them do. I feel like it's a good amount of them. But yeah, do you think but Beyonce would it? get her own house at Hogwarts? Oh, of course she would. She'd be like, <laughs> she'd be like, um, <laughs> the bees, the bees, yeah, the bumblebees. <laughs> I need you to talk to. I need you to talk to the dean. Wait, is I Jay at? <laughs> If you're not gonna talk to them herself, she's gonna have Jay Z do it. She'll be like, Jay, I don't feel like talking to them. I need you to put them. I need my own house. <laughs> Dumbledore. The house of Derek. Does <laughs> this- <laughs> everybody get to jeans? Gets a pair of jeans. Oh my God. Beyonce will be up in there calling people by their first name Minerva. Mm-hmm. Minerva. Albus. <laughs> now you know. Seven all this money that I've been given to y'all. And everything like that. 
And also, I don't like how you treat Harry. Fun fact, unpopular opinion. I think Beyonce would actually be a Slytherin. I can't see her in any other any other house. She certainly wouldn't be a Hufflepuff. She's not a Hufflepuff at all. She's not a Ravenclaw. Aren't they more meticulous and like very calculated? She's also a Virgo. Okay. So I can see her being like, because the way she gives, she obviously big Virgo energy because you know, my mom would be like going over things 10 times in a row. I feel like Sasha Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw is a try hard mm-hmm. kind of house. And I feel like she would not try. She's more of a servant than a mm-hmm. try hard kind of person. I feel like. Got you. I respect it. I respect it. Word. Sasha Fierce is a slither, and that's what it is. <laughs> I was about to say something very inappropriate. <laughs> I was about to say something very inappropriate, but I don't. I still want to go to Rock song. Nation brunch, so please don't. What you mean? <laughs> you trying to go to Rock Nation brunch? I still want to get the invite to the brunch. I just want to go. I got invited one year. Oh. Oh. I just sent you a text message. (laughs) 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 No, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm I'm gassing. Y'all, I did not get invited to the Rock Nation brunch. I like real quick, I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> nah, I didn't. That would be nice. Though. I don't know. I guess that would kind of be nice. I'm always really skeptic about like celebrity like linkups and stuff. I don't know. Stuff just be seeming so superficial nowadays. I just be like, mm-hmm. "Are you really like that?" Yeah, I kind of don't want my thought process of who certain people are to like be broken. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just. <clears throat> Same. Like, imagine you go to the Rock Nation brunch and it's like a huge disappointment, and you realize that everybody's fake and all mm-hmm. this—they all lying and industry plans and stuff. Like, it would feel really bad. Mm-hmm. You walk away with crushed dreams. You know, you're already a Capricorn now. You're Slytherin, and you're on the cusp of. You know it. It would change. It would change you, Jared. It would change you. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know, but yeah, man. Mm. Yeah. We did this entire episode and got no substance out of it. Not one. Not one. What do you mean? There was no moral of the story from this episode. Nothing was learned. It was Nothing was learned. We learned, learned that, that you, Jared. I learned that you hate house music and by proxy, you hate part of me. <laughs> Pedal. Wow. That now I hate a part of you. How did it get there? <laughs> like, do, are you a house music artist? No. Not. Oh, okay. So longer. I don't hate a part of you. I hate a part of something that you're kind of obsessed with. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and if I hate something you're kind of obsessed with, it comes from a place of love because I want you to be better. <laughs> I want you to be better. <laughs> like, I want to bring you into house music recovery. You know so. How do you feel about then the Renaissance album? Because that was kind of house. That is dance. all we have to talk about for today. Thank okay. you guys for listening to this episode of AACGC <laughs> Podcast. 
This has been we. This has been um, Jared Brown, the awkward adventures of a college graduate. Um, on all social medias, you can also search for AACG podcast <laughs> online. You can find me on my social medias at Robert St. Michael. I'm currently taking clients. So if you're looking for some personal holistic mental health therapy, hit up my website. Uh, I don't know the backslash, but just go to robertstmichael.com and figure it out. It'll be in the um, description. <laughs> It'll be in there. All, as long as, as well as his social media and any projects he has he's all that in. good all that goodness i'm so fucking busy i just i'm so excited that i'm having like basically two weeks off from like business mm-hmm. and stuff because i just been pushing 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 but he's been working so hard off. it's gonna pay off mm-hmm. next, next year in january sure. it's gonna pay off y'all gonna see all these different things and i'm be like i know him and everything I hated like that. the Renaissance <laughs> album. I hated it. I'm sorry. I could not say it. I hated I, I hated it so bad. Like I I couldn't hold it in. I just fucking I hated it so good. I hated it. I love the lyrics. But the oh I hated it from the bottom of my toenail. I hated that album. I couldn't even listen to the whole thing. Like, oh my God. I would listen to a couple of I'm like, oh no, it was Oh, that will never. Oh my gosh. And that damn horse on the cover for <laughs> the fact that she was sitting on a Patronus. I, I couldn't. I was done. I hated the I hated the I hated it. I appreciated it because it had a culture to it, but I hated it. I will never. I know that they got that um viral clip going around of one of her songs being remixed to like mm-hmm. a different beat. Mm-hmm. That's fire. Yes, like an actual R and B beat with her lyrics is fire, but <sighs> I'm so glad I got that off my chest. Woo. I was not expecting that. Um, as always, stay awkward, y'all. Until next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. As you can see, we're at the end of our episode. As always, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, stay awkward. Peace. <laughs>